0: Hey guys, I'm challenging myself today to come at you with a quick and casual episode to the extent that someone with social anxiety and perfectionism can do anything casually. Uh, The kids are home, they're upstairs, Jesse's working, and I want to talk to you about some topic ideas I have for the show, and I would also just really like to hear what kind of social anxiety questions or topics would interest you. So I just wanted to share this with you to see if it gets any ideas flowing that you would like to share with me. I hope you enjoy it. So yesterday, I put a question box up on my Instagram stories. I'm on Instagram at your social anxiety bestie if you're interested, and I was just curious to see if you guys had any topics or questions that you might be interested in hearing on the podcast and Honestly, I wasn't expecting much of a response, um, you know, because I think with, with social anxiety, I sort of expect that a lot of followers and listeners may not feel comfortable reaching out to me, and that's totally understandable, uh, but I was surprised. I got like a dozen suggestions, so I wanted to read them out to you so that you can hear them. And then I'm hoping that if you feel comfortable, you could either email me or reach out on Instagram and just let me know if these would interest you for upcoming episodes. And if you have any other ideas that are sparked by these suggestions, because as you know, if you heard the previous episode, um, I just rebranded from anxious creators unite to your social anxiety bestie. And I really, really want to focus on social anxiety because that's really where my heart is at. I want to help other people like me, um, who struggle with social anxiety. And I'm just sort of not sure whether my helpful role will be to explain social anxiety, you know, like explain the symptoms and stuff like that. Or if I could be more helpful with talking about how to manage social anxiety with tips and affirmations and mantras. And I'm just, I really want this to be useful. I want this to be a useful... Use of your time when you're listening. So, yeah, I'm here for you. And I thought I would read out the suggestions. All right, number one was making phone calls. Yes, absolutely. That's hard if you have social anxiety. Another one was advocating for yourself, dealing with people in authority, tips on how to embrace our awkwardness with the people we're starting to open up to and trust. Is it normal for anxiety to affect my stomach? Yes, yes it is, but I I will do an episode on that. Identity issues stemming from social anxiety. I have so much to say on that. And then another one about phone calls. So making phone calls, answering phone calls, being in large crowds, setting boundaries. That's a tough one. How to communicate your struggles with someone. Anxiety induced word vomiting, super relate to that one. I mean, I relate to all of these. How to approach people at a store when you need help and making eye contact when ordering food. Staying home too long and then letting your anxiety stop you from going out when you need to. I feel you. How to communicate with people that I'm not lazy or antisocial, but I just can't hang out with you right now because of my social anxiety and introversion. I am sending you so much love and I will definitely talk about that. And the final one was, I'm not sure if you have anything about sweating profusely. I don't have any questions about that yet, but I will happily talk about sweating and blushing and all of those fabulous physical symptoms. So those are the ones I've gotten so far. The question box is still up. I'm hoping to get more. I love getting these from you guys because, you know, I've been on this recovery journey for a couple of years now. I've done therapy and like sometimes I don't know what someone a few steps back on the journey would want to know about, and. I'm sort of self-conscious about just talking about myself and my struggles. Basically, hashtag social anxiety, hashtag people pleaser. I just want to know how I can best show up and serve you on the podcast. So here's my contact info. Uh, my new email address is Sadie at yoursocialanxietybestie dot com, and my Instagram, of course, is at your social anxiety bestie. I will leave that in the show notes and I'll put all the questions that I read out to you. I'll put those in the show notes too, so you can refer back to them. And just to make sure this episode is valuable before you head off on your day, I wanted to give you a tip and a fact. So the fact is something that I learned. Actually, they're both from therapy. The fact is something that I learned in therapy that fascinated me. I learned it in the first session and they told me that people with social anxiety are more likely to interpret negative, or pardon me, are more likely to interpret neutral facial expressions as negative. So we might see someone with a neutral, benign facial expression, and someone with social anxiety may not be hyper-vigilant about facial expressions the way that we are, but we will see that and we're more likely to interpret that as negative and be like, they're unhappy, they hate me. What did I do? What are they thinking? So knowing that has been very helpful to me because if I see a a neutral, I keep saying negative for neutral, that shows you how deep it goes. When I, if I see someone with a facial expression and I'm like, I'm not so happy about how you're looking at me right now. um, I can remember that, okay, it's possible that this is social anxiety and I'm hypervigilant and mind reading a little bit. So I thought you might find that interesting. And then the other, the other one is a tip because a big part of social anxiety therapy is catching neg- uh, catching anxious thoughts and learning how to reframe them and push back against them. But it can be hard to find the root anxious thought sometimes. I think with a lot of anxious thoughts, we get a lot of what ifs. So what if I go and they think I'm stupid? What if my son falls off the swing set? What if they think I'm a terrible mother? They told us to chop off the what if and that helps you get to the root. So for example, what if they think I'm stupid? Take off the what if, and it becomes they will think I'm stupid. And it's easier to challenge a thought like that because will they? Can you know for sure that they will know you're stupid? No. If you say, what if they think I'm stupid? The focus is the worry and the anxiety. But if you reframe it as they will think I'm stupid, it's a lot easier to push back and say, well, I mean, maybe they won't. There's some room there, some wiggle room. Um, Yeah, that's something that I think would be fun to talk more about. Just how to reframe those thoughts and identify the anxiety. Because if you can separate worry and anxiety from fact, it's a lot easier to handle. I mean, not easier. (laughs) Simpler, but not easy. Anyway, that's all for today. It's Saturday. The kids have not stormed in, so I'm going to call this a win and I will talk to you. I'm still working out like the the podcasting schedule, whether I should do weekly episodes that are a bit longer or if I should pop on a few times during the week and just give like pep talks and stuff because, you know, with social anxiety, it's lonely. Maybe if I popped on regularly and gave you a little mantra or affirmation, I don't know. It's, It's all... It's all in progress right now. That's all. Have a great weekend. Remember that you are much more wonderful than your social anxiety would have you think. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's quickie episode. Um, Just remember as you're going about your weekend that anxiety will tell you stories that feel like truth but they're stories and together we can help tease out the truth and try to turn down the volume on those anxious stories because you're awesome you've got this and I've got you bye